Hey, before we begin today's show, I would like to remind you that I am still taking donations for the show, and hopefully you will donate to the show, and every donation that I get will be reinvested back into the show. Also, check out my Instagram and my YouTube channel. Welcome to the Blue Oasis Podcast. I am your host, Adam Rothstein. All right, let's get to the show. Good morning, hobbyists. This is going to be a long one for you. So today, we're talking about sports, specifically how they can play a role in our hobbies and how they can get us to the places we want to go. When we are young, most of us start playing sports, whether that's baseball, swimming, or soccer. We learn the skills necessary for teamwork and self-development. By having that outlet of community, we begin to discover who we are, and we also can network and help others get to the place where they want to go. By having a network, you can make friends and discover new things that can potentially interest you. Sports can integrate easily into our hobbies. For example, there are sports, video games, books, and memorabilia. A lot of people like to have more than one hobby or multiple things going on. For example, people who love baseball, you know, they may want to become collectors and own certain cards, bats, and gloves. By having a passion for one thing, you can use that to find something else that interests you. I played college hockey and coached college hockey players. During these times, we often worked out a lot. The many times that I went into the gym, there was this large rock climbing wall. At first, I was afraid to climb the wall because I have a fear of heights. Eventually, I worked up the courage and climbed the wall. The first few times were a struggle for me, But once I got the handle of it, I climbed all the way to the top. This new hobby of mine helped me get through some tough times. It gave me the drive to keep going. And that's the type of drive that everyone needs to succeed. So, during the final week of my junior year, I had my price theory exam. As a study break slash reward for myself, I decided to go see my new friends at the rock climbing wall. Before I made the climb up the wall, I told Kelly, who was spotting me for that night, all the stress I was going through. She said to me, Adam, don't worry about a thing. You've got this. Just like you got this climb. Knowing that you have a friend in your corner during the tough times is probably the most beneficial thing for you and can help you 
persevere through those mental hurdles. So that night, I climbed one of the toughest parts of the wall. And later that week, I passed my price theory, price theory class. You never know where your hobbies can take you, but if you can keep an open mind, you will yield great results, even if it's not exactly what you expect. A sport is, in a way, a hobby. While we tend to think of hobbies as mostly indoor activities, they can also be outdoor activities. The main thing that a hobby has is that can it build a community? Can you build a community on a passion of yours? And also, even if you're introverted, can you enjoy doing something? And whether it's making money from it or just having fun with it. And that's all you really need is just something that gives you community and helps you be a little more productive. Remember, you don't have to start a million dollar a year business with this. You can just enjoy life with your hobby, but you also have to balance your time with it. The one thing that sports gave me was that community and it also helped me balance my time. Going back to uh, college, during my college days, when I was uh, playing and coaching, you know, it did, I had to keep my schedule in check. I could not just, you know, screw around on the internet. I actually had to get to class. And for me, I actually got to class like on time 99% of the time. And I was only late for maybe a couple classes in total throughout college, but but it certainly helped to have uh, a band of brothers with you on the ice and just help you study for exams and and uh, and help you get better at hockey. There's really nothing like it when you find that community, and sports is great. And when I was a little kid, I played in Little League baseball, and even though I was terrible at it, I still had fun playing the field and batting. The one thing that you need when you do start an organized sport is just help people get better. Just help them get better. You don't need, they don't need to be like Babe Ruth when they start out baseball. They're not going to be, but, but you teach them how to swing properly, or if you're playing soccer, just teach them how to kick properly and just hold the ball, pass, that sort of stuff. Let them learn the game. Let them take a shot at whatever it is. And in basketball, I mean, don't be a ball hog. Let them take a shot. And and yes, maybe they suck and maybe you lose the game. But, you know, winning with your hobby is, to me, should be that Am I bringing a community together? Am I growing a community? And am I being inclusive? You may want to be the championship team beer league in your in-house hockey league, but don't but 
everything's not about winning. You know, everything is not about winning. You know, the enjoyment part is one of the most important things. And yes, if you are playing in-house hockey, you can definitely win some money from that. But, you know, don't beat yourself up for losing. But just be willing to learn every day and improve yourself and do the things necessary to improve your skill. When it comes to money from sports, you know, you pay hundreds of dollars to enter a league and you may want to monetize that. So there are definitely ways to do this. I have seen people stick webcams on their helmets uh, for a roller hockey league and, and then they film it and they upload it to YouTube. There was a guy who had almost 90,000 subscribers on YouTube and he uploaded it and he's making money from it. So yeah. And you can definitely build yourself a website and sell, uh, apparel and jerseys and they don't even have to be you know major league teams you can make them as jokes um you can make it like something like the mighty ducks there's definitely that you can have that in there and you could also make your own jerseys as well or even for for your league you can definitely do that and just have people buy in to it and you don't and yeah you can make money that way now here's another way you can make money if you are passionate about hockey let's say for instance you can definitely get a job as a skate sharpener and sharpen skates and work in a pro shop now yeah you're not gonna make a lot of money but if you're young like 16 to 19 or even 20 yeah you're yeah, you can make a little money from that. And, you know, it's a start, but, you know, one day you're going to be off to better things as long as you work hard and and you're focused. I knew a lot of people who worked in the pro shop, uh, in many pro shops. You know, they had some extra money to buy a car. They took care of their loans in school and they had some money to take a girl out. You know, it is a great first job if you're young. It is definitely a great first job. And everyone has to start somewhere. Just saying. So, now back to just sports as a passion. You know, playing softball is definitely one of the things that I like to do. I like to catch the ball, throw it, bat, you know, the whole shebang. There is nothing like it at all. You know, you don't have to be particularly skilled at it, but you can just pick up a bat and just start swinging and you're going to get somewhere and you're going to learn every single day 
that you're out on the field. And the same thing applies to business that applies in to your hobbies. And that's the goal of this show is that use your hobby to elevate yourself in life. That is what this show is all about. So wherever you are, you know, find I encourage you to find a hobby and apply it to your life and to become a better husband, wife, you know, partner, whatever, and or just a better client or a better employee or employer, you know, use it because these are the skills that help you become a better person and they're right in your hobby most of the time. Even something as simple as model airplanes is definitely going to help you because it's it's the concentration. All sports, all hobbies require concentration. They require a focus. And when you are able to apply yourself to something, you know, that is going to transfer over. Now, you may not be passionate about certain hobbies or certain things, but it definitely, but if you try something new and you focus on it enough, you're going to learn a little something about yourself. And you can also learn to become a better person. You know, this show is titled The Blue Oasis Podcast. And that may be a weird name, but the reason why I named it The Blue Oasis Podcast is because, think about it, an oasis is very difficult to find. And oftentimes you're not, uh, in a desert, it's incredibly difficult to find. And... You know, the Blue Oasis podcast is just that because blue is the color of water. And we want to find the secrets in life and help everyone get to the place where they want to go. Sports seems like it, it is the perfect hobby. Don't get me wrong. It is the perfect hobby in my mind because... It helps bring communities together and and you can find what interests you. And just playing outdoors is, you know, beneficial to your immune system. It's and it's beneficial to your your self actualization. Like Maslow's hierarchy hierarchy theory. You know, your hierarchy of needs. Now, sports can also be an individual hobby. So earlier I talked a little bit about memorabilia. People love to collect cards, gloves, anything they can get their hands on, and or sign basketballs, footballs, baseballs, you name it. People are intrigued by the athletes. They're intrigued by guys like Hank Aaron, Wilt Chamberlain, Joe Montana, those people. And having their signature is valuable. And 
because you know it's a part of history. Many these athletes went on and did some amazing things that most people aren't able to do. Most people can't even just scrape the bottle on the barrel with that. It's it's hard to be a professional athlete. It is so hard. And there are many people who are in great shape but just cannot make it to the pros. So to make it to the pros and to be the best is one of the few things most people don't get to do. So by having a signed baseball by a Hank Aaron, it's definitely an honor because, you know, he broke Babe Ruth's home run record. He held that for nearly 30 years. There's a lot to be said when you have memorabilia. And people love to collect stuff just for the sake of having it. Now, if you're that person, you know, I do recommend don't, you know, don't take out a second mortgage to, you know, finance your love of baseball and buy Babe Ruth's baseball back. You know, I talk about balancing your time on every episode. You balance your time and you balance your money. And when you have balance in your life, you're going to make better decisions. So if you do have the money to do that, uh, you know, I wish you, I'm glad for you. I'm, I'm happy for you. But to those regular listeners, just, just start small, you know, buy a set of baseball cards. And if you want to become a collector and just hold them and, or trade with someone and just start there. Just start there and you're gonna and you're gonna get somewhere. And and there's a lot of trading card websites you can learn from if you really want to get into the trading cards. Now when it comes to video games, sports has been in video games since video games even existed. When it's raining outside or there's a snowstorm or something. Having a video game console definitely connects you to your sport. So let's say you're into soccer. You know, having a copy of FIFA for your PlayStation is beneficial. And you can play online or invite friends over and have tournaments. That's the thing is that sports have integrated just so well with all the other hobbies, you know, scrapbooks, novels, movies, you name it. I mean, you've got many different sports books and they are the perfect thing to write about for movies. If you ever saw the Mighty Ducks as a kid, you know, it it was probably one of the perfect kids films. I grew up reading a lot of sports novels as a kid. There was an author by the name of John Feinstein who wrote such novels as Cover Up and The Last Shot, and it involved these two teenagers who, you know, solved these sports mysteries. So it was, like, definitely something for a kid like me, and I loved it. And as I grew older... I saw movies like Slapshot and 
read books like Calico Joe. So when you have one passion, it can play off another and you can find something else that helps you improve your life. So when you do have a passion for football, you know, reading about football novels is definitely beneficial to your life because reading definitely improves your cognitive your cognitive abilities no matter how old you are. Now, another hobby that this that sports integrate with is woodworking. So, say you are a hockey player and you want to build a rink in your backyard. You know, you're going to need some wood to lay the groundwork and you're going to need to fill it with water. And even that can get a little complicated. But when you have this project to work on, it really does, you get in touch with your spirit. You get in touch with who you really are and you learn to, you learn some skills in a way when you do do this. When you are pursuing your dream of uh, building, it is what you want to build. That's the thing. You know, you're going to need to branch out to other hobbies or you're going to need to branch out to other things to get to the place where you want to go. And when you set big goals and you're willing to learn from others and pursue different projects, you're going to learn something about yourself and and you will, will become a better person from those experiences. So seek experiences, seek that adventure, because, you know, that's what life is about. It's really about going on adventures and inviting the people you want to invite and becoming a better person and maybe finding someone you never expected to find. This is a beautiful life. It is a beautiful world. No matter how dark these time, certain times may get, still a beautiful planet. You know, don't forget it. It's, it can be tough. And, you know, in sports has brought us together many times. Whether it's with the Olympics, whether it's with, you know, just individual countries or small towns, it, it brings you together. If you're a Yankees fan, you know, you have that New York pride, you have that Yankee pride, you know, you're going to just be passionate about rooting for your team. When you watch sports on TV, you know, you get that break from life that you need. And and I do encourage you guys to have fun as well. So, you know, have that party. You know, make those wings and enjoy yourself as well. You don't have to always just, you know, just keep moving your, yourself towards a goal. You do need those breaks. And watching sports seems to be one of the best ways to build, you know, to make friends and build communities. I am definitely always proud to, I always enjoy watching sports and there's nothing like it. There's, there's nothing like just 
kicking back and sipping a beer and watching your favorite college team or major league team or whatever you root for. And when you can't go to the stadium, TV or one of those satellite packages or streaming services is definitely the best alternative to going to the stadium. I was at a baseball game last year in a uh, minor league stadium, and I saw an exhibition game with the New York Mets and the Miami Marlins. It was a great experience. It was cheap. It was fun. I got out and just had a wonderful time just rooting for something, for the love of the game. And, you know, to be a part of the roar in a stadium when your team wins, there's nothing like it. Last year, when the Washington Nationals won the World Series, you know, D.C. went crazy. And, and you know, the streets were packed and you couldn't get out of D.C. And anyone who has driven in D.C. traffic knows what that's like. You know, to have that city pride when your team wins, there is really nothing like it. And and you're going to... And you're going to go into the office the next morning and you're going to be like, yeah, the Nationals won. Yeah, the Eagles won the championship or the Phillies won, whatever, whatever your team is. Yeah, you're going to be like, "Mm, got that win, got that victory. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And it puts you in, yeah, so it puts you in a better mood as well. And, And then... You could talk about you could talk about the championship with a stranger and just meet someone new in a restaurant or wherever you may be. And that's another thing. You know when when your team wins or when you just see someone with a, a jer- certain jersey, you know, it, it's definitely something to talk about to make friends. Now, speaking of making friends, another hobby that's integrated with uh, sports, a something that many of you probably do, is fantasy sports. So, fantasy football is probably one of the most is probably the main fantasy sport that most people play who uh, play fantasy sports. If your player gets a certain amount of points or runs a certain amount of yardage, you know, you get points for that and you also, and you can win. So it's not necessarily the team that wins that game, but it's who you draft in this fantasy league and who you put on your team that ultimately decides if you're a winner or not. I think that's pretty cool to get into the statistics of it you learn math you learn all about the sport and and you learn you learn a lot from your sport and you can learn new things that you never knew before and certain sports i assume would uh, operate differently or just there'd be certain components to it so i guess in baseball if you can if one player makes an error, you know, you know, that's a point loss or something, but I'm not 100% sure 
how fantasy sports work. But that is definitely something that builds community and builds friendships. So let's go back to the money aspect of this. There are many different websites now where you can learn new skills and you can pay for to learn how to swing better and there's certain training videos you can get access to. And if you're a an entrepreneur, this is definitely a great business opportunity for you. So there is a guy who um, I had a little connection with. He was a basketball player, expert basketball player, and had his own uh, training uh, videos. And, and he rented out a gym for a little while. Now, he put some videos on his website, and to access them, you needed to pay a fee for each, or you needed to pay for the online class. In this day of the internet, it it really is a gift to just have access to anything you want, or any piece of information. You know, remember, 30 years ago, this would be unheard of. 1990 is, in a way, very far away, and you had to retain a lot of information. So let's say you were playing in a house league, or you signed up for a little training session with uh, someone. You had to retain that information, or you lost it. Now, with a videos on YouTube and certain classes and workout routines, you definitely can just go back to them, replay them, and just develop your skills. You know, having only certain workout routines that come on the television at very specific times and no way to uh, rewind it, or unless you had a VCR or something, you were very limited with your options. You know, and that's, and the thing today is, you're not. So just use what you have. And and for those of you that want to start something, you can definitely do something with, say, Kajabi and just upload your videos there and build out a website for yourself. And it's it's a venture I would encourage you all to do. And I'm going to also start my building out my course I'll, as well. So it's not going to be on sports, but it's going to be on, you know, it's going to be on voice acting and doing a little podcasting as well. Sports definitely keeps us in shape as well. You know, most of us don't want to go on the treadmill. Most of us don't want to just go out and run. And when you have access to a sport, when you are, you know, working out with the team or you're doing training, you know, it helps you get through your workout. You know, when I was playing college hockey, I mean, I would practice a lot with the team and just skate my butt off trying to make it, trying to make, get some playing time. And eventually I did. This gave me some confidence, and it also led me to believe that the future can be a great one. 
You know, I often talk about the future, and I try to be as optimistic as possible on this podcast. Sports can help us with our future. They can help us get into good college. They can help us succeed in business. They can even help a town grow economically. For example, take a town like Durham, North Carolina. The Durham Bulls are perhaps one of the most famous minor league baseball teams of all time, if not the most famous team. Ever since the movie Bull Durham, there are many people in North Carolina that travel out to Durham to see them play. And when you have this smaller town, smaller city, with a famous baseball team, even if it's a minor league team, you tend to attract people from out of your town and or out of your state, and you can build your economy around it. There are also people that like to travel and see famous stadiums. So take a city like L.A. or Chicago. Dodger Stadium and Wrigley Field are perhaps some of the most famous baseball stadiums of all time. They definitely attract people from all across the country because baseball fans just like to see, feel, and be a part of history. This is, in a way, a brand. The Chicago Cubs are a brand, and their brand is basically that they are the lovable losers losers, even though they won in 2016, the World Series. By being one of the most famous teams in professional baseball, and for being around for over a century, you're going to attract people who are sports lovers and people who want to see an old-time stadium and just enjoy a baseball game. What can make a town attractive is a professional sports team. Good, bad, or indifferent, but mostly good sports teams are going to attract more revenue as well. For hobbyists, this can be a great opportunity. You can definitely host uh, special nights if you're a bartender. You can have half-off drinks, uh, at the 5 o'clock hour or something, or half off wings or something, and just get people into your bar as well. And yeah, yes, there may be some people who want to actually go to the game, but you still can play off the opportunity of a sports team. Now, maybe you live in a very rural area, and the best you can do is uh, high school or college. If you're in high school, for example, and you want to learn to, you want to have an income and make some money, sell candy and sell apparel or something like that. By selling candy, you know, you definitely can give people that option to just enjoy themselves. And people want something sweet when they watch a sports game, sweet, salty, something tasty. 
and you can make a little money that way. Now, when if you're going to do this in college, you pro- you probably can't do this solely in a college arena, but here's the best thing that you can do for yourself if you're in a small rural area. Start a blog. Start a YouTube channel for yourself. And remember, you know, you can have that nomadic income and build up your base. So let's say you have about 100 people that you know and you're close enough with. Get them to subscribe to your, to your YouTube channel and talk about, you know, your sports town, your the college games or the high school games. And there's going to be some people attracted to it. And you can definitely branch off into the major league sports, especially if you know someone that goes to the pros. Definitely talk about that person. And when you do build up your YouTube channel enough, get that person on your YouTube channel if you can reach out to him or her. Because when you have someone for that to interview, you can attract new subscribers. And remember, still, it's not about the one being interviewed. It's still your YouTube channel. So remember, build your brand, build yourself up, and talk about you, talk about your stories and your experiences, and people will find you attractive. And you will find those people when you when the time is right. And if you just keep going, and maybe YouTube is not for you, and that's all right. You can definitely still become an author, and I know a few authors as well. And so let's say you're in the Ann Arbor area. You can definitely talk about just the famous athletes that went to Michigan, or if you're in the Michigan State area, you know, you can talk about those athletes. And you can write biographies on these people and see if you can reach out to a publisher as well. So so here's another thing that you can do for some nomadic income. If you want to write a biography, go check out some books at the local library. And it costs you nothing. And you get to see who published them. And you even get to look in the back of the books and see, yeah, who published it, and you get the phone numbers as well. You call up those people, and you ask them, hey, I've got this biography on so-and-so. Is there a way I can get this published? Now, be prepared to be rejected as well. And I'm not exactly sure on if you can self-publish this, because it may be a little, there may be more barriers to entry with that, and you may have some more hurdles to climb. So if you are writing a biography, I would still recommend that you do it with a publisher to to avoid anything, any legal mishaps, and also so you can get maybe a little marketing to uh, help you out. Now, here's a an income that you could 
definitely get into if you worked hard, but the barrier to entry is certainly high. That is sports announcing. Now, as a kid, I would often mute the television and just, you know, narrate the game similar to that of famous baseball announcers such as Vin Scully and just trying to enjoy myself. Baseball announcing can be really easy and you can make a little money with college and I think they pay you in minor leagues. So yeah, so you may get paid in either college or minor league uh, baseball if you're going to do that. But certainly the major leagues is where you want to go. And now it's not a nomadic income, but hey, if you want to fulfill that dream, go right ahead, pursue it. And maybe you can teach some other people along the way and use that as a source of nomadic income. You know, I talk into a microphone and I tend to think that I do a pretty good job of it, even though I have my slip-ups and everything. But, you know, I do believe that if you practice enough, like practicing in sports, you're definitely going to get somewhere with it. Now, I may be new to podcasting, but I've been practicing talking into a microphone for about two or three years now, and I love it. And when you find something that you love, you know, you should definitely pursue it. You've got to work, build yourself around it and make it a part of your life. You know, that is what gives you optimism. That is the driving force in all of us is to find the thing that keeps us clicking along. Ladies and gentlemen, as we are about to come to a little bit of a uh, close to the show, Every single day, or every single week, rather, I get on this computer of mine, talk into this microphone, and enjoy doing what I love. You know, you've got to find something in yourselves to just keep going. And it doesn't have to be sports, it doesn't have to be video games, it doesn't have to be a particular thing. But the reason why I advocate for people finding hobbies is because I genuinely believe that this is the best way to peace and prosperity because it gives people something to do. It gives people a chance to earn a little extra money. And it also gives people the opportunity to start a very successful business and they don't need much capital to start it. And it's not like starting a brick and mortar from the ground up. I also hope that whatever it is you do, you balance your time. And for me, I'm going to balance my time with this show and try to make some money from this. I'm going to try and be the best. I mean, I honestly believe that this is going to be the number one podcast in hobbies on iTunes and Apple Podcasts one day. And you got to have the mindset of, I can do this, I am confident, and I will be successful from what it is that I'm passionate about. 
Every single time that I get on the show, I've got that mindset. I've got that mindset. And even though I've only got a couple dozen listeners so far and about 76, 77 downloads to six episodes, I consider that a success. I consider putting myself out there, even if it's not with the best of plans, a success. Because eventually, if I keep working hard and keep chugging away at it and keep shoveling dirt and working hard, so to speak, I'm... I'm going to be successful at what I do because I have that mindset and I have the mindset of winners winning and I consider myself a winner. Even though it may not seem like it right now, I've done a lot of successful things. I've been near and with successful people and I've learned from them. I hope you all can take the advice from me. And I hope that whatever it is you want to do in life, you can find a way to do it. And getting that nomadic income off the ground is definitely something. In the past, I've tried to uh, do a few things with my passions. Coding uh, email templates was one, and I tried to do a few things there with a friend, and I made 85 bucks off of it, but it was just hard to do and it really was not successful at the end. When I sold my model trains uh and video games, you know, I learned that you know, you can only sell that once and you still may not get the highest value from it. With a digital product such as a book or even a PDF you can sell it for whatever you want. You can adjust the price on your website and you can make the money from it. And it just starts with few people to make the money, few people willing to buy. And right now I'm hosting classes. I'm still struggling to get a sale. So you're you're not in this alone. And I'm not and I'm not trying to be the nomadic income expert here. I'm just telling you what I know. I am a generalist when it comes to hobbies. I am a guy who does podcasting for a hobby, and I definitely give people advice and help them get to where they want to go. Now, before I end the show, I do want to discuss a few things. There will be a donation link in the description if you're on YouTube or if you are on listening on Apple Podcasts or wherever you may be listening to this. That will be in the show notes as well as my Instagram account and YouTube channel. So definitely go follow me there. Also, start something for yourself. I've started something for myself, and there are definitely people interested in what I have to sell, and I've tried Upwork, and it's not my favorite thing to do, but for the side hustle, I think it's still helpful, and I don't need to necessarily be in a certain place so long as I have an internet connection. Ladies and gentlemen, this is 
still a good time to be alive. The internet has really shaped us uh, sometimes negatively, but I still genuinely believe mostly positive because it gives me an outlet to reach out to people like you. It does. And, and imagine if I had to do this on a radio in the 80s or we were living in an alternate dimension with 1980s technology as the most advanced I would have struggled to get on the air. And there's only a limited amount of channels. And satellite radio didn't take off until the mid-2000s. Even then, most people still had trouble getting gigs and getting their message out there. But with a podcast, you just pay someone like Buzzsprout, who I'm with, 12 bucks a month for three hours of airtime, and you can get your message out there. And no, this is not sponsored by Buzzsprout, but I just wanted to uh, lay that out there for you. So yeah, no matter what you're going through, you know, you can make it through. I have been through tough times. No one on planet Earth has been successful without having their struggles. And believe me, I've had my struggles. I want all of you in my audience to find whatever it is that gives you that drive and ultimately makes you happy. Health is wealth, and mental health is necessary, and a hobby is probably the best outlet for it. So I really do hope you guys subscribe to the podcast, rate this five stars on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you may listen to this, donate to the show. There will be an option for a one-time link or a monthly donation link, a, a monthly option. So until next time, stay safe, stay great, and I will talk to you on the next show. Thanks for listening to the Blue Oasis Podcast. New episodes come out every week, and we will always touch on multiple hobbies. Also, be sure to share the show with a friend, and don't stop pursuing your goals, because your life is important to you, and you deserve the best.